Here we go. Welcome to episode 8 of the Hardline Sports Talk. I am Michael Merlo with my friend here, John Michael Masiri. How you doing? Your lovely, talented, yeah, handsome friend. Sure. Um, doing Definitely good. Definitely take out that last part. <laughs> so we, if you were looking on our social... next. Woo! Forgot to throw that in. If you were looking on our social media accounts, we said we had a big announcement, and we actually have a few big announcements. We got to do the big announcement, and then the slightly and less that, yes. big announcements. So we'll start off with the big announcement, which is the biggest change here. So we are going to start recording twice a week. We're going to, listen, consistency is very important. We're going to ha- try and have it out Tuesdays and Fridays, record Mondays and Thursdays. So twice a week, you're going to get us. I know that is very exciting. Oh, yeah. The more, the, the merrier. Yeah, for sure. The next announcement is also pretty big. There's like three other ones. Yeah. They get smaller as you go down, but still. The big news that we were talking about was we're, we're recording twice a week now. Right. Another announcement is that we are going to be adding new segments. So instead of doing save it or hate it or list every episode, we're going to just do one. So we're either going to do save it or hate it. We're going to do a list. We're going to do possibly a new one called over-unders where we, you know, take a player or a team, whatever, over-under yards, wins. We're also going to do a segment of which you'd rather. Mm-hmm. So would you rather this player? Would you rather this team? Would you rather this outcome? Things like that. And we might even add some trivia in. So it'll be once a week, everything. So like today we're going to do a list, but starting next episode is going to be something different. So it's not going to be both. Yes, sir. Very excited. The next announcement is that we will be making a TikTok account. So people blow up on TikTok all the time. It's easy. So oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, you blew well, up on TikTok. My mom did. But how, many, how many likes did that one get? Uh, like 125,000 or something. There you go. So we're going to try and be like that. Yeah. So, that'll be exciting. We're gonna put, um, we're gonna put like live reactions on there. We're gonna do some cool things. We'll take videos, opinions, things like that. Mm-hmm. It can be separate. We could be together, and we'll, we might even post some clips there. And if we start recording with a video, we yeah. could even put those there. So that'll be exciting. And the next announcement, kind of small, but we're gonna try and incorporate some more sports. So if there's big hockey news, if there's other news like. The Preakness that happened over the weekend. Yeah. We'll talk about that. NASCAR. NASCAR, sure. <laughs> maybe. Um, we're going to just start incorporating more sports instead of just the three major and then the college. So this, this right. is huge. Right. Huge announcement. There actually was kind of big NASCAR news this weekend, but yeah, you could, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all this, right. This is huge news. We are very excited, especially to record twice a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's a lot of fun. So it is. We enjoy we, doing it. We hope, yeah, definitely. I was about to say, we hope you enjoy listening. And again, after every episode, we write a description and we put it in. On the details where you get the podcast, we're going to put our email for, you know, we want feedback. We want you to be able to connect with us. So we are, for now on, we are definitely always going to put our email. It's at hardlinesportstalk at gmail.com. Yes. So we're going to put that every time. So let's let's get right into it here. Let's dive into it. Let's dive into it right here. Well, what we just said we were going to do, the Islanders, the Icelanders, yeah. with a huge Game 1 victory. Get the boys. Over the in, Pittsburgh Penguins. In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. I didn't know because the Islanders were like second and third. Like, I remember following this. Yeah. The Islanders were like second and third, and they fell to fourth they place. They slipped at the end of the year. When they made that trade at the deadline, they yeah. started slipping. And a lot of people were criticizing that. But they had to replace uh, and Anders then, Lee. Yeah, but then Kyle Palmieri, who was in the trade, ended up winning them the game yesterday, and he scored two goals. So, 
obviously that's huge. Steal a game. The third-ranked defense going up against the second-ranked offense. Yeah. And in any sport, to steal a game, you know, game one. On when, the road. On the road. It, it's huge. Now, there is no more home ice advantage. So, that is huge for them. So you, Pittsburgh's record is 22-4 and four at home. Wow. And the Islanders are 11-13. and 13. I'm not counting the ties. Um... They're eleven and thirteen on the road, the Islanders. Yeah, that just speaks to how impressive. Or not, that you know, not the top. You mean the the overtime? Yes. Results. I'm not counting that. The the Islanders came out flat yesterday. I, I kept seeing on Twitter, a lot of the guys that cover the uh, Mets cover the Islanders, and they said the Islanders came out flat. They were flat the whole game, but the defense ended up coming up clutch in the end. And see that goal Crosby had. Yeah, I, he's I, How do you? How do you do that? The, how Look, you don't that you don't have to you? be. We've made it clear that we're not diehard hockey fans. You don't have to be a diehard hockey fan to see that that guy's talented. Like, yeah, my God, he. It's like when he gets the puck, it's like the game freezes. It's crazy. It's almost like that goal you're talking about—the one that just like literally he deflected yeah. off of his stick, right? Yeah. Like how does so? Like how do you like the way he just handled? And the it wasn't puck, even though. luck, but like that wasn't even like part yeah. of it's luck, but like he, he was in the right place at exactly. the right time, like and that was unbelievable. That's what the greats do. I do you I, know they haven't missed the playoffs? Did you tell me this before? No. Oh, the uh, no, you this was you. They haven't missed the playoffs since his rookie year. Who are the, the Penguins? Penguins? Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm saying, like, I was saying, I can't believe, like, they're the one seed, like, still. Like, they're still elite. They're still that team. It's it's crazy. Him and Ovechkin have been around forever. Yep. And I was saying this, too, yesterday, that, like, I think the hardest thing to do in all of sports is to hit, like, a baseball. Like, yeah. But the hardest sport to play is, like, 100% it's hockey. Like, I don't. You think? Yeah. Like, it's tough. Could you imagine skating it's around like a combination with a stick? Of, yeah, it's a combination of everything. Hand-eye coordination, speed, uh, toughness, obviously. It, it's a it's a contact sport. It's, it's the hardest. Like, hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do. Like, you know, like I can't imagine being tasks. a goalie in hockey. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I really Pucks can't. flying at you like that. So, um, we're going to move off here. We're going to go to the NBA, the playoffs, starting. I mean, the playing games of the playoffs or no? No. They're not. I don't, well, I don't think they are. I think it's up to your discretion, but my opinion, no. I, I don't think – I actually think to the NBA, they're not. They're not? Yeah. Uh, Don LaGreca said this on the radio. He said he thinks it's it's postseason, but it's not playoffs. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's playoffs. So, it doesn't yeah. start tomorrow. It starts, I think, like Saturday or whatever, depending on how quick the playing games go. Oh, you're talking about the playoffs? The actual yeah, playoffs I think the next first game is either Friday or Saturday. It could be Sunday, though, too. They yeah like they, they don't know it yet? they don't know yet yeah because if um, if these games can go on like oh yeah I, I forget what the latest well, the, date the, the plans go in in order for the ten or the nine to get in they have to win twice right they have to play three games so almost. we'll see what happens with that so we're gonna I'm actually gonna explain that really quickly the um the plan it's gonna pull it up because it's, it's not it's, it's, it's confusing I don't consider it playoffs though like you can't be the ten seed and be like oh we you know. 2021 you can't put a banner up 2021 playoffs like no that, oh, yeah that, that doesn't and i don't think they're allowed to it's i think yeah because like the lakers technically didn't make the playoffs right because i saw that so let me they're just pull ahead. it up here how it works so the hornets are gonna play we'll get we're gonna get to the lakers i know yeah uh the hornets the 10 seed are gonna play the nine seed pacers tomorrow night tuesday may 18th so today when you're listening 6.30 Eastern on TNT. Then the 8-seed Wizards are going to play the Boston Celtics, the 7-seed. Now, if Boston wins... They're in. 
they play Brooklyn. Yes. Hold on. I got to read that. I, I got to read up on that. I think they have to win another game. Really? Yeah. I got. Let me look. And then in the West, it's the 10th seed Spurs going to the 9th seed Grizzlies. And then the 8th seed Warriors going to play the 7th seed Lakers. I think if the Celtics win, they're in. But I think if they lose the Wiz- the Wizards are the 8th seed? The Wizards are the 9th seed. Who's the eight? No, 8th seed, sorry. They're okay. the 8th the seed. I, I think if the Wizards win, I don't think they're in. Because I think the Celtics can still come back and play the Wizards. Yes, they can. Yeah. Because uh, they're going to play the winner of the 9-10. I'm yeah. going to read it right now. So there will be six total games involving eight teams as part of the play-in tournament split up between two different conferences. The teams that finished number one through six, so they're guaranteed a playoff spot. Now, the teams ranked seven through ten in the standings will enter the play-in tournament. Any team that finishes with worse than ten is in the lottery. So that's obvious. Okay, so game one, the number seven seed in the standing. By winning percentage will host the number eight team. The winning with the winning team earning the seventh seed in the playoffs. The losing team gets a chance in game three. So if the eight so the loser in the seven eight game yes. plays the winner of the nine ten. Yes. The the loser of the nine ten is out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, so if the Celtics win they play this they play the Nets. Nets automatically. Right. Okay. Game two, the number nine team will host the number 10 team with the winner moving on to game three. The loser, loser eliminated the loser eliminated in, and enters the NBA right. lottery. So the, the 9 or the 10 can only lose once and they're done. Yes. They're one and done. But the you have insurance as a 7 or an 8. You can lose a game and still make the playoffs. Um, right. we're, we're not talking about the Knicks, though. I mean... I know. We got to talk about the Knicks. What are the Knicks fans, the day has come... We can finally put a smile on our faces, be happy. <laughs> there's going to be a game one. Not only are we in the playoffs, but there's going to be a game one at Madison Square Garden. I tell you right now, you're not going. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. $1,000 to get in. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, Did you see Bleacher Report's preseason projections for the Knicks? No, it wasn't. 13 and 59. Wow. And they, gave them, they gave them a 0% chance of making the playoffs. Not even like 0.5, 0. So their win, their uh, over report. under win total was twenty two. Yeah. Typical, typical coach of the year. I mean, come on. He has to be the coach. He of the has year. to be. He just won coach of the month of I guess May. Or yeah. Was it last month? I forget what it was. April. It would be. It was, April. So it was coach yeah. of the month of April. Yeah, because we're in May right, right now. Yeah, um, but the regular season's the over. Calendar. No. But the regular season's over. Okay. Whatever. So. Yeah, unbelievable what he's done. He's the coach of the year. I mean, who who else yeah. would be considered? Um, Monty Williams. Monty Williams yeah. and Phoenix. Yeah, even I, the Jazz I, coach, he'd be considered. Oh, Brett Gardner's hit a double. Let's go. I mean, um, c- like, come on though. Like, no. how do you not give it to this get, guy? Their over under was twenty two, and they won. They doubled it almost. Like, come on. And they're they're hosting a a playoff series. You got it. You yeah. got to give it to him. The biggest turnaround possible. That you know. And just things, the thing to celebrate, like, we want to see the Knicks go deep in the playoffs, obviously, as Knicks fans. You want to you want to see them make it to the finals, but, which is a long shot, but even if they make the series competitive and they lose in six or seven to the Hawks, you'll be a little disappointed, but the season was a great success, and 
things are heading up. I'm and we're finally a desirable destination again. I'm listening to sports talk radio. I'm listening everywhere. The expectation for this team is to win this series. Yeah. I, and, I mean, I agree. Listen, like, I, they've owned the Hawks. Julius Randle has owned the Hawks this year. Yes. And I think that's a good expectation. But let's not talk about, you know, Nick Sixers in the second round. Um, like you have to. The Hawks are a really good team. Yeah, this is not team. like a, a yeah. you know, sign it off. Oh, Knicks are winning. Guarantee. No way. Kevin, they have the same record. Kevin Pillar just got hit in the face with the bases loaded. He came out of the game. Oh, that's not yeah. good. Um... Julius Randle, I mean, we we don't talk about him enough either. I know, most improved player, gotta be. I don't. Who else? Jeremy would, again, Grant, else? No, but he's on. he's in the MVP conversation. Like he should be top five in the MVP. Yes, and like it might not mean something, but it, it at the same time it does. Listen, if the if the award was best statistical season, he wouldn't be in the top five. But MVP, most valuable player, obviously is what it stands for. I mean, if you took he, him off the value this team. to this team, oh, they're not in the playoffs. No, I'm asking. Obviously, what do you Easily. what do you think the record is? How many wins do you think he accounted for? I think if he At least was, 10, I right? think if he wasn't on the team, they what were they forty one and thirty one? Yeah. Um, flip it. Yeah, I think that thirty one and forty one. He least. accounts for at least ten wins. Yeah. So, because in basketball it makes such a difference. There's five guys on the court at one time, and the guy plays forty minutes a game. He he nonstop. And he he, he puts Every up game. thirty a night like all the time, and he he's. A good passer. You know what we've seen a lot too? He draws a lot of double teams now because he's a good ISO scorer and he's yeah. had a great season. The teams are starting to respect him more and more where they're double teaming him. As soon as they give it to him in the low post, another guy crashes from the, the top of the key or whatever to double team him and then he could kick it out and find they, they have really good ball movement. The Knicks are a good three-point shooting team and they find the open look. Thibodeau does this though where he he runs his I wouldn't say this but like he runs his star players right into the ground yeah non-stop 40 minutes game every game and I like I like that obviously listen you know, in a world school. where we complain about the Yankees resting players or whoever it's resting players all the time I'd rather have it that way than the other way around and guys like Alec Burks and Noreen Stowell and yeah. Derek Rose and even Taj Gibson like these guys are just they find a role and they and they play it perfectly yeah. and even Alec Burks Alec thirty Burks points has been phenomenal thirty points the other night yeah. against who was it I think it was um oh my god it was over the weekend it was the game they played on Saturday I'm drawing a blank on who they played I was literally watching the game um well they played the Celtics Sunday it was the day before that was no it was Thursday night who did they play you were at my house we were watching the game oh um no that wasn't the Magic no. It might have been. I got to pull it up. No, it wasn't. But still, like, he's just been. Dude, we he's been yeah, we were literally watching that game. I know. I can't stand when, like, you're, this happens to me all the time. Yeah, man. I know. Your brain just, you know it. It was, who was it? It was the Spurs. Oh, right. They dropped yeah, 30 the against game. the Spurs. They won by he's, four. He's been one of their most clutch players. And that was a huge win because you, you could have made an argument, like, they're coming off of a tough West Coast trip. Yeah. They had just played that game against the Lakers that. It was really close. They lost in the last second. It was a heartbreaking loss. Yes. And they they came out flat in the beginning. Uh, they went down big. They went down big in the third quarter. Remember, they were mm-hmm. down 18 in the third quarter. Yeah. And they find a way to win that game, which was huge, to win their last three. They played great against the Hornets mm-hmm. on Saturday. So, yeah, they they earned, they really earned this four seed. I mean, yeah. they really did. They played really well down the stretch. Let's, uh, let's talk about the Knicks brother, I guess, little, little cousin little. in uh, Brooklyn. It's it's like they're not the little brother, but it's like they're just not. They're talked about like they they're were, the little brother. Today on ESPN, they were talking about the Knicks, and then they were like, "Oh, and that's not to put away what the Nets have done, but 
this is always this is always been a Knicks town. I'm like, this is I mean, a, yeah. It's a Knicks town, and you know what? With the uncertainty in the West, like with the Lakers not being as dominant as we thought they yeah. would be, I'm like kind of sitting here and saying, as long as they get out of the East, they're going to win the championship. Right. Like I, I I don't see a team beating them, unless the Lakers were fully healthy, ready to go, playing like they were. Yeah. That was the only team. I, know, I don't think they're going to get back to that. I don't think they're healthy enough. I know we're going to talk about the West in a little bit, but I I, I really think the Suns are going to make it to the finals. I they're, really they're like gonna them. They're going to have to beat the Lakers. I if really they, like them. If the Lakers win the playing game, they're going to The Lakers to. are going to ha- If they want to get to the finals, the Lakers are going to have to beat the Warriors in the play-in. Then they're going to have to beat the Suns. The Suns. Then they're going to have to beat like the Clippers and the, oh, or the Jazz, one in in whoever they play first. It would be the Jazz, yeah. and then they would have to beat the Clippers or the Nuggets or whoever else comes out of that. Well, it's not and gonna then be easy. If, if they get through that, then they have to play the Nets or the Sixers or the Bucks. The whole the thing Knicks, is health whoever. with them, though. If they're healthy, like okay, that's not like it wouldn't be surprising. They have a really, really good team. They're deep. They have Dennis Schroeder, who's been phenomenal running the point for them, which has been important. I don't, I don't see. I, I to be honest with you, I don't see it. I, don't I see think the if they. I think if they win on Wednesday night, they beat the Warriors, and they get hot against the Suns, like they look good against the Suns. I'm gonna say this gonna is win. giving me big like 2018 LeBron vibes though, when the Cavs beat the Celtics in that when yeah. the first, the year without Kyrie. Yeah, what he just and they took beat the over. Celtics. Yeah, and then they got destroyed by the. Warriors, but they were not a team that should have been in the finals. The Cavs that year, they were like yeah. LeBron but if the Lakers get down. to the finals, it's not like they have yeah. A team no, they're like not. They're, like it's they not like they have a legit suck, team. But the West is just so loaded. You know, let's just we're we're on the topic of the West. Right. Now. I don't. I don't know. The only two teams I would say are the Lakers or the Clippers, and I, I know that sounds like almost like a hype beast pick, but like those are the only two teams oh, I can legitimately see coming. I out. feel like the Jazz always get disrespected. They do, and th- but that wasn't disrespect when I said the Suns. Because I just like the Suns a little more than the Jazz, but the Jazz are a phenomenal all-around team. They they have depth. They're good three-point shooting. They have good defense. No, I, like there's no reason for me not to pick the Jazz. I just have a feeling that a star, like a legitimate superstar, is going to take over yeah. in in the West and just and it could be Chris Paul and the Suns. Could be, yeah, Devin Booker could if go they on a if tear. they get through the Lakers. I I think that's definitely a possibility. The Suns have been the best team in the NBA since. COVID. Yeah. They what were undefeated in the bubble. They were undefeated in the bubble. And, and they didn't they make just, the playoffs, they just right? won. What? They didn't make the playoffs. They did not. Yeah. They finished one game short. <laughs> and then BS. they went 51-21 and 21 this year. So, they're literally the best team in the NBA since then. So, we'll see how it plays out in the playoffs. I know they're not a very experienced playoff team, but you also have Chris Paul, who's played a gajillion playoff games in his career. And I would feel better about the Nuggets. I think they have the MVP on their team, Nikola Jokic, but... They lost Jamal Murray. They lost their star guard. Yeah. Like, I don't feel great about that. Like, I don't feel, I don't great, feel great about, about anybody. Either. And Jamal Murray was a big reason why they went as far as they did last year. I mean, yeah. that he, he was, was going off. He scored 50 level. almost every night. Like, it, it just was incredible. turned around and he was scoring 50 yeah. points. So, that was a fun – I will say, even though it was weird with the bubble and everything, that was really a really fun NBA playoffs. It was like fun. every was, series was good. I was I watched a lot of it. I was watching the – It was also the, the first Clippers. thing that came back. Yeah. But the Clippers Mavs series was fun. The Luca when he hit that step back, like it was just a lot of like fun moments. Even the Raptors Celtics series was fun. OG Ananobi hit that game winner. Like it was just really exciting. But I hope the I hope these playoffs. I I think they are going to be as exciting. Like, yeah, I really do. Again, Hopefully you got the Knicks. You got the Nets. You got these big market teams. I've seen it. 
just as like a optimistic thing, but uh, the they were people were saying are the Knicks gonna pull a twenty twenty Heat, the Heat were the four seed wow. and they you know they they went on a run so I think the Heat can incredible. pull a twenty twenty Heat. Yeah, I yeah, think they could beat the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks are vulnerable. I think a little bit. Yeah, they're they, a great team, but a little a little vulnerable. They have guys that can defend um, Giannis. Yeah, I think Bam, Bam can stay with Giannis. He's yeah. kind of his height. Bam's athletic. For Bam's center. athletic. He's, he's not like a clunky center. Like he could, he can guard him. Yeah. So that, sure. that that's gonna be an that I think that series will go seven. Yeah, um, I, that series will go seven. I think it could go too. Any? Uh, did the Nets play tonight? Nobody. Uh, or the regular season's over. Nobody yeah. played tonight. The Nets they beat the. Um, wow, I was watching this game too. Nice. They, I think they beat the Bulls. They beat the Bulls. And Kyrie did play. Oh, that Kyrie was the played. they had the crazy play the yes Blake Griffin pass and the KD alley oop. Kyrie played and then Harden just didn't play. I think he was oh they beat the Cavs. Sorry, they beat the Cavs. Okay. I I don't think they ruled Harden out because when I went to go check the box score it was like di- hasn't entered the game yet. Right. It didn't say like did not play or like out because of injury. So I, I think they just decided not to play yeah. him last night. But they did get to play with each other, all three of them. A little bit. They played against the. Uh, they played against the Bulls. I really can't take. I. I mean, I know we joke around about it with Kyrie, but yeah, they played. I really can't take this guy anymore. I know. Well, you can. And, and it's not even. Listen, if you're a if you're an NBA athlete or if you're just an athlete in general, and you want to talk about politics, fine. I personally, I don't think politics should be involved in sports just because, I think, we use sports. As an outlet from everything. You know, I when I tune into sports radio, when times are tough and, you know, during COVID or whatever, unrest in this country, I usually listen because I want I want to separate myself from that for a second. Yeah. Just, you know, it's supposed enjoy to be something everybody's distraction. Everything's stressful, right, and you just want to stop that distraction. So, if you want to talk about politics, that's fine. I can't stand the way Kyrie Irving is making everything interfere with basketball now and and it's not even for his sake i'm talking about the fans the organization the what he's you know the the reputation he's giving them how can this guy say in his press conference oh i'm not focused on that i'm focused on what's going on in the in israel right now then why did you play the game and this is he has talked about this and all the other uh social issues that have happened and he's talked about doing donations and whatever. I haven't seen him do anything. If you really are that, where you take off games constantly and you have all these problems, why are you playing basketball? You're right. Quit. If you're, instead of complaining and trying to influence people, but people don't, you know, if I'm someone who's in Israel right now, what am I saying? Thanks, Kyrie. Like, why don't you do something about it? Instead of, Saying, oh, I'm not focused on my hearts with these people. This is where my mind is. How about you turn your mind into actions and actually do something? Like, if you really cared that much, give up your salary and, and, and become, you know, fight what's going on right now. Yeah. Quit basketball. Because the the, the net, and, and like I said, if you want to talk about politics, that's fine. But now it's stupid because the Nets are if you're the Nets coach or the owner you're like D- are you going to play tonight like what's going on with you are you in the right mindset like we understand there's problems going on but 
We need you here, buddy. This is an entertainment business, and you know we need. We're trying to win. win games. We're trying to win a championship. He better listen. He better have his head on straight because there's going to be a ton of pressure on this team. They have to win with yes. the way they've set this season up, where they let Kyrie go and take these, you know, mental days off, or they yeah. sit Durant when he can come back, or they don't play him on a back to back, and they sit Harden. Well, Harden, I think Harden was genuinely right. I'm not going to put Harden in that category. Yeah, I think Harden was genuinely because that guy plays. Yeah, that he guy does. Always plays. He does. So I'm not even going to put him there, but they have set this season up where they have to win, and it would be embarrassing if they didn't. Right. So you're 100% correct. If he's not in the right mental state, get him out because he's a waste of space if he can't play. He's he's doing the – I use the term all the time, half pregnant. He's doing that. Where he doesn't want to commit too much to either side to being a full-blown basketball player and, you know, all that uh, – the social justice problems or whatever's going on. He's like in the middle where he's like, all right, I'm going to play basketball, but I'm going to take off a bunch – uh, because I want to, you know, spread my message. But what is his message? It almost... He just, like, he just says he's sad and then he complains about stuff. But, like, turn your actions into words, dude. The people that are genuinely fighting for something and care about this, they don't give a crap about what you're saying after your press conference that you're sad and of what's going on right now. Do something about it. Right. It almost feels like he thinks they care. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, a, it's like a big thing if I say yeah. something. They're going to be like, oh, Kyrie, you know, the, the people in Palestine, and they're, oh... Kyrie Irving, like I said, he said something after his press conference. They don't care. If Kyrie Irving went there and, you know, helped the people, or like, then they'd be like, oh, wow, what a guy. Yeah. He really cares about And this. you can but respect that. They don't give a crap about what he says after his press conference. All he does is piss off the Nets and piss off the NBA. But you know what? They had to, um, they had to deal with this because this is the only way they were getting Durant. Yeah. It was the only way they were getting Durant. Nope. So let's actually move and maybe, on. Do you think KD regrets it? Because I've heard reports that he regrets going to Brooklyn. I with think. Ky- like, or not going to Brooklyn, but going where Kyrie went. Yeah. I, I think KD is the type of guy, like, he has his own issues off the court. You know, like, he's sensitive. Yeah. He goes back at people. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. Right. But I I honestly think, like, this, all this guy cares about is playing basketball. Ky- yeah, but Kyrie's a nutcase. And did he, you, yeah. Did you see what he, it's, it's an old video, I think it's like a year ago, um, when they were on Instagram Live and Kyrie's taught, KD and Kyrie are on Instagram Live, and Kyrie's like, "Bro, you don't get it. Like in my past life, I was you." He's like, "I was you," and KD was like, "Bro, what?" He was like, "What the hell are you talking?" KD about? was like, "Yeah, I feel you, man." Like he was just like, "What? What the hell is wrong with this guy right now?" No, he's he's one of those guys. Like he's just a he's a freaking nut job. He is. Like he's. Remember when he was walking around the court spreading sage around, like throwing it up in what? the air? No. no. You didn't see that? No. That was in like the beginning of the season. Pull it up for me. Um So let's get let's get back to the basketball part of this because again, he has to be right. To beat the Bucks, to beat the 76ers, to beat whoever comes out of the West, they're gonna need all those three guys on the court, yeah, playing well, with no distractions, just mm-hmm. playing well, healthy. I think Kyrie's been like healthy for the most part this year, I think, so which is good. I, he's lucky, man. He's just so lucky that he's so he's played when he plays. He's when so, he plays so this good. year, he's so good. He's not that overrated, you know, bad for the team type. I mean, he is, yeah. but you know, he doesn't make anybody worse on the court. Kind of like what the stigma was when he was with Boston. Boston, yeah. 
he they were like he doesn't he doesn't fit us he doesn't make us better right which i kind of bought into that yeah so did i I was like i mean something's going on i mean if he can't when he was hurt that was the year that we were just talking about when the Cavs beat them in the eastern conference finals he wasn't playing that series right and they played very, they played very well they, they were banged up without even with without Kyrie, they had other guys out they almost went to the finals it came yeah. down to the, the fourth quarter you know so we, we we again we touched on it like they have they have to win they have to 100%. get to the finals. They they have to win. They've been impressive. And I'm gonna be honest. Like I th- I think they are. Like I, I think they're gonna win the championship. I can't. It's just gonna be so like. I know. The only team I think that can stop them, it's not out west. The 76ers. Yeah. F- Philly is the only team yeah, I that really, can stop. I them. really like them. I I just want to see a team like a, the Suns or the Jazz or Philly or someone like you that. Wanna ran- I like, want to oh, see a random. Oh, at West. random, but I want to I mean, see Phoenix and Utah. I, wanna, I don't want to see, like, you know, uh, every – I mean, I know not everything's homegrown for, at these places, but all these, you know, just free agents and trades you make and you win a finals. Like, I want to see a little bit of homegrown team building team yeah. win it all. All right, that makes sense. Like, at least in uh, Philadelphia, you have – Embiid and Simmons were drafted by them, and the then you process. Yeah, the process, uh, and then you have Booker and DeAndre Ayton with Phoenix, and then Mitchell and Gobert. Yeah, so you, I don't want to just see these, you know, super teams just make it, and that's it. You I really, I really would not be happy if it was Lakers Nets. I don't want to see that. I, I think that's exciting. But I mean, I guess, but it's exciting. I mean, if it was on. like, all right, if it was like Nets, uh, if it was Nets Jazz. That's really. Uh, I, I would not. That's still a really good series, though. Like I want. I don't care who it is. I want the best possible series. I want to be entertained as best okay. as possible. That's, okay, that's fair enough. I want to go. Out, actually, I don't know. I wanted to go off a little tangent, but we're not talking football today, unfortunately. Even though the schedules came out. You know what? I told you about. You brought up Philly, and I was just thinking about the, the people from Philly that think the Eagles are going to win eleven games this year. Oh yeah, don't 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 bite into that. Yeah. The Eagles are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I don't know about that. But, I think they are. So, we we talked about the teams out west, and again, I just like, I don't know, I, I don't tr- I don't trust anybody out west. What do you mean? Like, I oh, don't, to win it all, to you win mean? it all, even the Lakers, because you're as of right now, man. as of right now, no. Like, I okay. gotta see, like, if they beat the Suns, yeah, that's fair enough. We are going to take a break here, and then we when we come back, we were going to do our list which is the top five New York athletes right now in the four major sports. The SLE Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at slepodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. We are back, Hardline Sports Talk, Episode 8. We are ready for our list now. Again, top five best athletes, most accomplished athletes in New York sports right. today. Yeah, I shouldn't have added Active players. Active players. Easy. Okay. Best players in New York right now. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll do it. You want to go first? Yeah, so I'm going to start out with a couple honorable mentions. Oh, here we go, honorable mentions. Um, I have three, three of them. Artemi Panarin, okay, of the New York Rangers, okay. just missed. Okay, okay. I had him in, took him out. Okay. Um, Kyrie Irving, not job. It didn't even cross my mind. I didn't. 
I mean, Randall came to mind, but when you look at all these players, no. Maybe next year if he does. Soon. If he, I, there's know, a chance yeah, soon, soon that he's, like, on the, the level of elite players. And, and Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he's an honorable mention. Is not on my list. He's not on mine either. So, my number five. So, I have – that means no football players because who the hell else are you going to put? No. Um, no we're not – the Bills The Bills and the Devils don't count. Bills are – I always – before we do this, I always hate this argument that the Bills are like, oh, that's a New York sports team. When people talk about New York sports, they talk about the market. New York City, New yes. York sports. The Bills are more t- Toronto sports than they are New York. Okay? Yes. Anyways, my number five. Probably would be higher on this list if he didn't have injury issues. Number 99, Aaron Judge, is my number five right fielder for the New York Yankees. He's having a phenomenal season. He's got 12 home runs tied for the MLB lead. He's been an absolute tear uh, in this past four games. He won the AL Player of the Week. He's my number five. Can do it all. He's If he's five, I really want to know, like... What this list is. Why, that's too low, you mean? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. he's not, okay. He's not, like, incredibly high on my list, but, I mean, like, still. I mean, there's a lot of stars in New York, man. All right. Judge well, is, like, a top, he's a top, when he's healthy, he's a top 10 player in the MLB. Bottom yeah. of the top 10, right? He's not as good, he's, he's we wouldn't say he's as good as Betts, and he's, he's Nobody's not. Nobody's a bigger star than those guys, too. Yeah, but we're talking about who's the best player. And it's also player. New York, like. Yeah, but we're talking about who All are right. the best players. Okay, okay. My number five is Artemi Panarin of the New York Rangers. Yes. Okay. He's an incredibly talented player. He was, you know, he was supposed to go, like, everybody thought yeah, he was going to be Islanders. Yeah. And then he snaked I didn't him. put him because he's like, he's 15th in the league in points this year. Um, he also did miss like a lot a of time. Little bit. I know he did. No, he, I know he did. He was dealing with. Um, I was looking at, like, his ratio of games played to points. And I, I, don't know, I, ju- I just let them off the list, and I think that was part of it. Because didn't he, he got, like, a death threat, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, like, the Russian government or something, yeah. that they were going to kill him? Tough kid. And yeah, he, really. he dealt with the... I'm blanking on the guy on Washington who threw him down. Oh, Tom Wilson? Tom Wilson, that... Oh, that guy's a scumbag. Yeah. Sorry for cursing, but, you know, that's just what he is. And then number four, I have Aaron Judge. Okay. Oh, so what are you throwing a fit for if I have him... But you're a Yankee fan. I expected it to be higher okay. on the list. That's all. Wait, that's all. Right, I'm all. a little concerned. Then there's somebody missing on your list that should not. I be think I know who list. it is. Okay. Um, this might be him. My number four, Brooklyn Nets star, yeah. but not Kevin Durant. It's James yeah, Harden. Okay, that's my his, number that's four. That's who's missing on my list. Okay, James Harden number four. How the hell could you not have him? Play twenty games. Okay. He, did you just forget that he won the MVP in 2018 and he kind of averages like 30 points a game and, you know. I, still, I mean, he hasn't averaged out with like, the Nets because yeah, he doesn't I have still to. Liked my, I still like my list better than okay. Harden. But then you just you could use the same logic for Panarin. I could say, oh, you, you didn't play as many games. But he's been here. He's been here for one more year. A full year. What? How did you take this list? Like... If we're doing that, then I should put for, I should put CC Sabathia on the list. He's not active. Oh, no, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner, number one. Brett, Brett Gardner. Gardner sucks. He's been here for. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's been here for twelve years. Brett Gardner is number one. It's not a longevity contest. It's not longevity. It's who's, it's who's the best player. Panarin's a great player. Idiot. Harden's a great player. Panarin's been here for longer. He's been here for another year. James Harden has played twenty games. You're an idiot. You're really. You're <laughs> here just we stupid. Go. Keep going. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, only like one of the greatest scorers we've ever seen, James Harden. Aaron, right. Ju- Aaron Judge is four. We went over the reasons what why. You, He's phenomenal. What are you, okay. 
I'm reading my list. Go. Okay? Yes. Wait till I'm done. Number three, my second New York Yankees player, Garrett Cole. What? Sec- what? Garrett Cole is Garrett, easily Garrett. Garrett Cole Garrett. is easily the second best pitcher okay. in baseball. It may be one A and one B. Yeah. Okay, one of the most dominant players outside of Jacob Degrom in the sport. Durant's hurt all the time. Durant misses oh, games, so and you hurt. don't have Cole too. Durant's and one of the greatest Yankee players man. ever. He's literally a top ten player ever. Kevin Durant. Garrett Cole he's, might be a top pitcher, top ten pitcher ever. He's one A and one B with. LeBron James, the yeah. same way Garrett Cole's running one if he's, not, if he's not hurt. What do you, I don't know why I'm arguing Yankee comes, players for you. I don't know why I'm arguing Yankee players when he for comes, you. When, how can you say, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. Garrett Cole's amazing. This is so recency bias. You are so recency biased. Right how now. is this because recency bias? Garrett Cole is off to a really good start this year. He just broke the record for most strikeouts to start, uh, without a walk. And we're just forgetting that Kevin Durant's one of the greatest scorers, if not the greatest scorer we've ever seen. And you're just going to be like, oh, okay. He's also one Garrett of the most Cole's brittle up. players I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, he really doesn't have that crazy of an injury history. He just tore his Achilles and missed that whole season. That's why I'm saying, again, recency bias. Well, he's also like 34 years old. He's going to be a little banged up at this point in his career, but he's still one of the best players in the NBA. When he plays. Cole's out yes. there every fifth day dominating the sport. Yeah. As along and with when Kevin Durant DeGrom. is on the the court, he is also dominating the sport more so than Garrett Cole is probably. Okay, go Garrett Cole three, cool. Let me go. You're disrespecting up. your own Yankee player. How is it disrespect? I just put him over James Harden. My who's number, arguably top five in the NBA. I mean, I don't think he is, but people argue it. My number three is Kevin Durant. I have absolutely no slander Idiot. or shame or anything. No disrespect to Mr. Durant. I, I just think Garrett Cole as of right now is a better player. Well, you just did. I think you're. I think I think you're going over popularity. Jacob Degrom's I'm the not best going player. Over popularity. Jacob, Jacob Degrom might be the best player in the Jacob sport, DeGrom's and he's my number, number one. one. Exactly. He's he. Kevin Durant's more popular than Jacob Degrom. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So what do you mean I'm going over popularity if I have Durant below Degrom? Oh no, but you went over Cole. That's yeah. po- you're going with the popularity contest there. Look at it How? from Degrom's standpoint. I'm not going over popularity contest. Jam is, I'm is going Jacob over Degrom talent? Contest. I can't believe I'm arguing with you right now like this. I really can't. I thought it would be the other way around. Is Jacob Degrom the best pitcher in the yes. sport? Is Jacob Degrom one of the three best players in the league? Yes. Okay. Garrett Cole, the last couple of years. Do you think he's undoubtedly the second best pitcher yes. in the sport? He's most likely a top five player in the sport. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to compare pitchers. Yes. To okay. Top, at least top ten. Yeah, definitely. In the last three years, have we said Kevin Durant is a top five player in the league? Yeah. Over, so we're gonna go over LeBron. We're gonna go over Steph. We're gonna go over Harden. We're gonna. Over he's Giannis. better than Steph, and okay. he's better than Giannis. I mean, and he's better. Than, Giannis is a debate. He's better but than he's Steph. The, but what, he's but he hasn't been Harden. healthy. But he hasn't been healthy. He missed one year because of his Achilles. Merlo, he. 78 games played in 2018. I, I can't believe this is 68, 2017, 62, 72. Like, he's played 65 to 70 games. Out of 82. Yeah. Good. Cole's out there every fifth day when he has to be. Oh, my God. I can't. Like, I honestly cannot believe this is the argument. Oh, KD just came off an Achilles injury, and he's just casually shooting 45% from three. Not, and scoring 27 a game you know on what? 33 it's minutes a stupid, It's a stupid argument because it's 2-3. It's the same thing. This 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 list is really really this, this list All right, is this really is just, yeah. Else. Jacob DeGrom's my number 1. He's your number 1 too. Let's just get on with that. Yeah. That's the list. Jacob DeGrom. All right, so let's do a kinda, recap. 
Yeah. Zavola screaming. All right. Jacob DeGrom, number one for me, then Durant, then Cole, then James Harden, then Aaron Judge. That's my top five New York athletes right now. My top five New York athletes right now, DeGrom one, Cole two, Durant three, Aaron Judge four, Artemi Panarin five. You know what I think you're doing? I think you're going, you don't want to be Met boy, so you're like, you're going overboard and being like, you're being so unbiased that you're actually biased, if that makes any sense. I don't. Sorry, I love great pitching and could appreciate it. Okay. Not like we have. I I can't. I, I honestly can't believe. How it. did you? You just said that James Harden the past three years has been talked about a top five player in in the NBA. Then how did you not have him on the list? Uh, nevertheless, I think not above Aaron Judge. Okay, I think that right here we should have communicated better with the list. Because, again, my argument for that is going to be 20, he's played literally like 20 games for them. I don't... I don't so, like, what he did great... I don't top think five it's a New communication York problem. Top five New York athletes. Like, what has he done in New what York? Did I, what did I text you? Top five best New York athletes. And you just added in all these external factors for no reason. Okay. Well, listen. We, we disagree. That's it. Sorry. Right, next good. time, I'll give you a fine print. It's good. No, it, it's good. We argued. It's, it's right. good to argue. Okay. So, do you want to start with the Mets or do you want to start yeah, with the go Yankees? Ahead. They're, they're I mean, it's just, fire of it's just an ahead. absolute S show. I mean, it's a cluster F. I mean, it is literally a cluster F. So, it's 9.56 on Monday right now. They're winning 3 nothing in the bottom of the year. So, we know that can change in heartbeat. Yeah. So, when the final score comes out, if we're still here, we will let you know. But, I mean, I'm gonna, can I read you the list of guys hurt right now? Do you think we have enough time? No, we might. We might not. Because two guys just got added to the list. Oh. So, it's great. So, it's really great. Okay. So, the guy's hurt right now. Okay. it's And again, May 17th. Jacob DeGrom. Noah Syndergaard. Carlos Carrasco. Seth Lugo. This is irrelevant. Dylan Batances. He's just irrelevant. But he's on the list. Jeff McNeil. J.D. Davis. Luis Guillorme. Brandon Nimmo. Michael Conforto. Albert Amaro Jr. Taiwan Walker, who was ninth in the league in ERA, just went down tonight. Hmm. Left side tightness. We don't know what the deal with him is yet. And Kevin Pillar's got hit in the face. So. That's <laughs> brutal. I mean, come on. Now you'd feel my pain from the past couple of Yankee teams I've had to see. You know what's funny about that? Remember in 2015 and 16 when the Mets had all those injuries? Yeah. Yankee fans, I'm not saying you, but Yankee fans, you know, all over social media would rag on the Mets. Oh, you're. You know, your training staff sucks. You guys are terrible. And it's like it happened to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And now it's just happening to everybody. Like, everybody's de- like everybody's dealing with injuries, what but you, not like What do you think it is? This is like the age-old question. Why do you think athletes get hurt? Do you think it's because everybody's it's like, different this year. oh, back in the day, the, you know, Babe Ruth used to eat hot dogs and do calisthenics and he'd play 162 games. I think they, play, I think they played through more. Yeah, but, no, but I also think I think the game's just so fast and competitive now. Whatever sport we're talking about, and you're playing with the best athletes in the world, that like everybody's just you're looking for that. It's like it's like in a race car, you're looking for that little bit of more horsepower to make the car go faster. It's the same thing. Like you're looking for that little bit of athleticism yeah. or, or pushing your body to a certain limit to give you that competitive advantage. And I think it's it's how guys end up hurt. But then stuff like. Michael Conforto pulling up with his hamstring, like that's just like you can't really explain that. Right. But it's, I think with pitchers, we see that a lot. They Elbow also problems. And, I think I think again too, like what you said, you know, it's different. But they they play through more. 
a, a guy would not go in the IL maybe for you know tightness in his arm. Yeah, you know, he's going to pitch through that, and you're not even going to know about it. Right. So, but I think this year it's different because just they didn't play like there was not enough season last year. There was not enough wear and tear. Or, the yeah. longevity obviously was sixty games. Mm-hmm. So and, and teams were prepared. I mean, teams tried to prepare for that. I mean, the Mets added so much depth, whether it was in their pitching staff or you know just position player wise, yeah. they added depth. You a said lot you of said that to that. me the other the other day. You were like, "This is the first time I'm, I can ever say as a Mets fan that I'm confident in our depth." Now I'm not. Yeah, Jake Hager and this guy Fargus or something. From AAA, like, I don't know yeah, who these guys are now on the field. That's how many guys well, are Well, because the, your depth is gone now because that depth got hurt. I mean, Jose Peraz is playing game. Jose Peraz has been great for us off the bench. Yeah. But enough's enough with Jose Peraz at a point. You know, like, he's a great bench player. Kevin right. Pillar. I was talking the other day. I said, Pillar and VR have played so well at center and wherever VR plays. He plays all he over plays the infield. Yeah, he plays all over. Yeah. I'm like, what are they going to do? These guys are playing so well. Like, when Nimmo comes back and Davis comes back, because those are the first guys, you're like, I know. You can't really sit them that's all what, the time. That's what I'm talking about with Does, the, the 2018 Yankees, the same thing. Doesn't matter now. Yeah. They're going to be playing for probably another two weeks. Yeah. But I think with great depth, like, that's I, the Yankees and they, Tyro Estrada was playing and he was having a good season. Cameron Maben, like, that was that year they had Maben. Mike yeah. Ford was playing well. Like, you just need some guys to step up, and that's why you you add depth. And it's, I know the the injuries are going crazy, but they still have more depth than a lot of other teams do. So they yeah. they, they they might be able to survive this. I mean, I hope so. Here's a home run for Austin Riley, three one off of Trevor May. All right. Um, but yeah, it's it's so important to have depth, and that's why some of the top that's why teams win. Whether it's right. you know depth in the bullpen, depth in the start, depth in the starting rotation. It's just, it's that important. So, yes. uh, I feel good. Uh, I don't feel good. When the Mets are fully healthy, I feel great, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you have DeGrom, Stroman, Carrasco, Syndergaard, Walker, and then you have Peterson and, you know, Yamamoto or whoever, Lucchese, I'm not even going to say Lucchese. Like, that's your 7-8, yeah. 6-7. Six, seven. Like, you feel, you feel kind of good about that. Those guys are in the bullpen. Yeah. And they have good offensive depth, too. They do. Peraza, again, Peraza, VR, Pilar. Yeah. Nito it might be the it's starting solid. catcher, but it's it's really it's really solid depth. So I'm, I'm Lindor's struggling again now. Isn't yeah. he? You know this guy, man. He changed. It's a green hair. Looks like an idiot, and he he looks like an idiot at the plate too. I'm so sick of this. Met fan, Met fans on Twitter and then whatever they like to coddle these players. Why are we coddling this guy? Like he makes three hundred forty million times. It's time to step up. Right. Listen. They're, they are ragged. Like, they are just ravaged by injuries right now. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, There's they, no I doubt mean, about it. This is getting a bit – it's, like, been a month and a half now. We're all over a quarter into the season. Jam. Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor. You'd say those are your two best offensive players, right? Yeah, that, I'd yeah. say you have a good baseball team if those are your two best. Okay. They're in the lineup. Dom Smith's in the lineup. Like, yes, there is reasons for concern with this team, with the, the way the lineup's going to look tomorrow. Also too, right, Dom Smith? Dom Smith had a terrible. Oh my gosh, I'm over here. Dom Smith had a terrible April, but he he's been better in May. But again, like he's not hitting home runs, he's yeah. not hitting extra base hits, and it's really the same thing with Pete Alonso. Alonso went on a sixty at bat stretch of not hitting a home run. Wow, he hit his first one since April, I think on on Saturday. I wonder so, what happens, man. Like Gleyber. Same thing with him. I think the, I, the ball's dead. 
The ball is dead, but still, that's no. That's I mean, weird. Yeah. How do you hit thirty-eight home runs in a season, and then your next three hundred plate appearances, you hit four? I know. Wait, how many plate appearances? Three hundred. Holy! I told crap. you he had two hundred twenty without, uh, with three, and then it's been yeah, it's been about eighty. I mean, I could look it up. It's just last wow. season and this season. Come on, he's got one home run this season. That's already sparked. But yeah, so. But now, now that you brought that up, I think we we need to discuss how, just what is going on in baseball right now because it's not good, and something needs to be done about. Honestly, you know what I think it is. First of all, Rob Manfred's an idiot in general. We know that, and he's an idiot for touching the baseball. Like, why would you make it a dead ball? He was trying to make it like I thought the ball oh, was the, a little too juiced. The three, I don't know. It's not like home run numbers. It's not like it was like the steroid era and everybody's hitting fifty home runs. Um, no, but they were up. I mean, they were guys yeah. that don't hit home runs hitting home runs. But it was like you know the three true outcomes. He's trying to take that away, so he's like, oh, let's make a ball that's not. Um, as easy to hit over the, the fence, so guys will become more contact hitters, and that's just not happening. So you made two true outcomes. I think, yeah. I think what needs – I think the shift. I think that's what you, you need to what? do. You know what? Me and your brother had this argument when we went away a yeah. month ago. I'm starting to come around the shift. I think You like the shift? You no, mean? I'm starting to come around on maybe – Getting rid of it. Not getting rid of it, but limp, it. Yeah, restricting it. Because, listen, the Mets are shift – like, and they're screwing themselves. They're shifting Willie Adamas. Yeah. Like, he's a right-handed batter. They're putting three guys on the left side of the infield. There is no reason for that. You're ma- you're making, you know, 280 hitters into 240 hitters from the shift. That's yeah. what you're doing. And then everybody will always say, you know, you'll have Joe Schmo call into uh, ESPN Radio and say, well, well, why can't he just flick it down the line? And, you know, the, and, and he might be right because why can't you, you know, just try and hit to all fields? But what they teach them is don't hit against the shift. Hit through the shift. Right. Hit over the shift. Hit home runs. But guess but, what? You can't do that now because the ball's dead, and it, it's not as easy as it sounds to just hit through the shift. But here's the issue, Jam. When a guy like Willie Adamas, who is not a power hitter, who you wouldn't – like, yeah, he might pull the ball a lot, but he's not like, you know, a Bryce Harper or a Pete Alonzo that hits the ball hard to the yeah. left side where you would shift him where it does make sense. If Willie Adamas is batting 220 and he's struggling at the plate – What's he going to do? He's going to try and push that ball as best as he can to right field, and it's easier for a guy like him to do right. it. So he is going to get that hit. And, it, and, and they played themselves with the shift all weekend long in Tampa. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm really am. Like, I, I think the team's just – I think the team should actually stop for themselves. Yeah. Stop shifting. Like at, at times, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's the – the analytical world that we live in these teams have charts of every at bat of every guy's career and what percentage of where he's hit it to what specific area in the field and that's how they they shift people on what types of counts and what kind of pitcher he's facing everything you could think of and you know what's funny you would say the tampa bay raids are one of the more analytically driven teams in the league yeah they've completely stopped like not completely stopped but they used to be like in the top five of teams most shift, like they would shift the most in baseball. Yeah. And now they're like 15th. Wow. Like they're stopping. And, and like we said, I think we said it last week, a lot of guys are stopping the launch angle. Yeah. Look at, look at Chris Bryant. Look at Mike Trout having, I mean, I don't know how Mike Trout can have a career year, but he's having one. He's and incredible. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Having, that's what they said about Chris Bryant. Yeah. He did the opposite. Well, what, what he did was when he came into the league, he was big launch angle, hitting home runs kind of guy. Um, 
and and the pitchers have adjusted to, since then, and now he's having one of the best years of his career, and his his launch angle is down. He's gonna be he's a massive, line drives. massive trade piece if they're out. Of and he's gonna get a massive contract if he keeps it up. Yeah, maybe the Mets. He's still he's still very young. He got called up. Yeah, I gotta look it up. I I'd imagine I think he's like 27, 26, 26 something yeah. like that. What is he? Oh, we were wrong. Twenty nine. Really? Well, that surprises me. Did he come out of high school? Or he college? was really. He I, must have come he, out of college. He must have come out of college. Um, he was drafted by the Blue Jays in the 18th round in 2010 out of high school, but obviously he went back to school. And then in 2013, he was drafted second overall by the Cubs out of the University of San Diego. Nice. Yeah, we're both wrong there. You know what we were wrong about? 2015 was when he came up. He was 23 years old. Okay. You know who we were really wrong about? What? We agreed. Shohei Otani. Oh yeah, like just dead wrong. On you know what? Sonic. What it was when when Glaber and well mainly Andy Orr, when Andy Orr missed out on the rookie, rookie of, the of the year, I was really pissed off because he had such a good year that year. He had like twenty five homers, drove in a hundred RBIs, and I was like, they just gave it to this guy. He's a two way player. Like he hasn't even put it together yet, which was somewhat true because he hadn't like really put it together yet, and they still didn't know how to use him exactly, but. Oh my God! Is this guy talented? Well, that was the problem. That was for me. Like I just thought it would almost be like a waste of talent because they didn't. They had no clue what to do. It would be like overkill. You'd yeah. Be like you gotta pick one thing, but exactly. But I mean, honestly, I have a theory on what they should do with them. But let's see if we agree. Put him at closer. Yes. Yeah. I think he should be a closer. I think How so elite? Too. I think he'd be elite too. For, bring him in for yeah. Throw, have a guy throw a one hundred and one out of the bullpen, and yeah. you batted him. You know, clean up all day. Yeah. I think that works. I think that works too. I I would that make would be closer. that would be really fun. Yeah. Imagine that the guy plays eight innings at DH or in left field or whatever, and then it's, you know, they have the the hype music on the scoreboard, and he comes walking out of the dugout and switches gloves and closes the game. Like, I think I think it would incredible. work. I think I really think it would work. I saw someone say something that was like, and I think this was on TikTok, which is like you know, the, an idiot convention. Yes. Um. Which we are going on, by the way. He was Soon. like, yeah. So we'll, we'll <laughs> add to the idiot convention. Um, and it was like, if Otani keeps this up, he's going to be the greatest player ever. I was like, what? He's not yeah. even the best player on his team. Yeah, we know that. We, greatest player ever. We Relax. Know, we know he is not the best player, not even the best player on his I don't team. Think, I don't think he's old, you know, young enough to even pull that off. He's young. He's young, but he's not. He's 24. No, he's not. He's twenty six. He's twenty six. Yeah. Oh, he came up. He came up. When he, he came was up when he was twenty. I thought he was much younger than he was. So, we'll see. We'll he's see. not. He's not that. He's not like Masahiro Tanaka when he comes over and he's in his late twenties already. That would be insane. He's not going to be the greatest. Uh, how would you use? Him. All right. So, how would you use him right now, though? Like, let's say you don't move him to closer because we. I think we're in lockstep there. We move him. We make him the closer. What would you do? Would you pitch him every like once a week? And he would be in the lineup five days a week? If he was in the rotation, you mean? Yeah. Um, like, how do you use him? You can't, yeah. Do they use him every fifth day? I think they use him every six days. Okay. Let's see what his pitching stats are. I mean, his hitting stats, he's got a 901 OPS. It's been phenomenal. Uh, game, go-ahead, two-run shot in Boston on Sunday. That was unbelievable. Yeah. He's got a 210 ERA. Oh, my God. How many strikeouts? He's now? a better pitcher than he is a hitter this year. 25 and two-thirds innings, 40 strikeouts. Mm. 14k per nine that's that's insane their their rotation is so bad 
that like they they need to use him in the rotation. They can't have him just yeah. be a closer. Exactly. So that that's why they've been using him there. How about your boy? Uh, how do you say his name? The Husker Yanoa. How do you say his name? The oh guy? yeah, the guy in uh, uh, hold on. that punched the the bench. Who Oscar? Who Oscar? Hold on, no. I have yeah. I have, who Oscar? Who Oscar Inoa. Inoa. He is a right-handed pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. He's been their best pitcher this year. He's got like a two-five ERA. I'll fact check myself there though. He he's been like their guy. The Braves haven't gotten off to a great start. They've dealt with injury. They've dealt with a lot, but. He's been their best guy so far. He's got a three oh two ERA. And what did he do? Well, he he got frustrated after his last year. He did not pitch well in Milwaukee. He punched the bench. Oh, yeah, that's good. With his right hand. Oh, that's always good when you make a living out of your right hand. Right. It's yeah. the most important part of your body. Well, I imagine he's okay, right? No, he, yeah, he broke his hand. Oh, really? He's out two months. It's crazy. It's Wait, you crazy can hurt thing. yourself when you yeah. punch a hard surface? I guess. I had no I idea. I guess anger issues aren't really the best thing yeah. here. Kevin but, Brown type beat the yeah. guy for the Yankees years Remember ago. Remember Mari Stonemeyer? Yeah. I forgot to bring that up when I was talking yeah. about it before. There's been a bunch of freak injuries in sports. Remember, I forgot. It's who, just a stupid injury. I forgot who it was. Some guy got frostbite because he fell asleep with an ice pack on Are his Are you head. kidding yeah. me? <laughs> what about Trevor Bauer when he's playing with a drone? Yeah. Or uh, you want Cespedes working on his farm with his hogs? Or yeah, whatever. but Cespedes was Cespedes was already hurt, so <laughs> it just made it yeah. worse. Java Chamberlain uh, at his kids' trampoline yep. party. Tori Ziel. Um, who fell in the shower? Somebody fell in the shower. Oh God, I don't know. I know Robbie Ray like fell holding his kid. Yeah, that was earlier in the year. He was fine. Listen, anything can happen to anybody. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's. Uh, I think that's. Yeah, but that's something every- that's in your control like that, <laughs> like punching a bench. Oh no, that's inexcu- that's inexcusable. I mean, how did you like when I punch something? When I get really mad, I don't punch, and I anything, punch something. So you're weird. I'll you gotta let a little anger out sometimes. Mm. I'll like no, but I I, it's a down. You know, I don't punch with the front of my fist. Right. And make contact with a freaking bench. Some people I use, are I, use, I like punch a table with the people, side of my hand or something. Some people are crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's just an idiot and crazy. Dude, if anything, like, take a bat and hit a water cooler. Like, yeah. Don't use your Exactly. Hand. Well, he learned his lesson. I, oh, um, I hope so. not the shower one, but Kendrys Morales tore his ACL celebrating a walk-off yeah, when he was with the Angels. I remember that. Wow, that's a throwback, Kendrys yeah. Morales. He had a walk. I think it was a grand slam, too. Yes, I remember that. They were in, they were in Anaheim. I, I remember watching baseball tonight. Yeah. And seeing that, that's crazy. It's crazy how the brain works. God forbid, um, who Oscar, you know, uh, use his brain. Yeah. You Yankees, man. Yeah, Cole, Cole didn't have it tonight. No, but they're playing much better. Oh, they've they won like five straight series, but I feel like there's just like they can't finish the series off. Yeah. And they can't win that final game. Uh-huh. And like, you shouldn't be upset. I mean, like, you're not happy about it, but you shouldn't be upset. And I feel like Yankee fans, like, they just find things to complain about, yeah, and this is one of them. I mean, you're on the road. It's tough. We said last week, I thought they were going to go 6-4, and four, and I said maybe 7-3 and three if things go right. Right now, it it's still somewhat early in the game, but they are losing to the Rangers. If they lose this, it'll make them 4-3 and three on the road trip. So it looks like our predictions were about right. If there was a game I could have picked for them to win, it would be this. Garrett Cole against the Rangers. Yeah. But he just didn't have it tonight, which happens. Um, it happens to the best of us. Yeah, but yeah, I mean they're bad. I was talking to we, I was talking to our friend Trevor today, and 
he asked me, he goes, are you scared of the White Sox? And I was like, no. I'm like, I'm not really scared of them. He's like, really? I'm like, I mean, I guess I haven't seen enough of the White Sox to be scared of them. I mean, obviously, I follow baseball very closely, but I haven't seen them play the Yankees in a tough series or anything like that. Right. Um, so I'm like, no, they don't really scare me that much. And he said, well, do, does anyone scare Does anyone in your division scare you? And I said, the Rays. The Rays are the only team that, like, not where I, if I was, if the Yankees were playing the Rays in a playoff series, I would be like, we're going to lose. But they would definitely, you know, make they're, me nervous. Put they're a, a thorn knot, in your side. Put a little knot in my stomach. Yeah. Like, because you clearly the, have they, a better they've team. Owned, they've had the Yankees number the past couple of uh, years. They own New York. Yeah. They yeah, did. The Mets, the Mets did not have The Mets a, went there. I mean, they a blew nice a couple of leads, but still. But Would you agree with that? What? I, well, I think the Yankees are still the favorite in the AL. Yes. Easily. I um, won't say easily, but they, yeah. But they say, were the preseason favorite, and yeah. they're they're coming around already. I think I. your question is, do you agree the Rays are the only team? Is that your question? Do you agree that I should be more scared of the Rays than the White Sox? I see why you are, so I'm going to agree with you. But, like, put dot, dot, dot there because if the White Sox pitching continues the way it is, like Dylan Cease. Yeah, I picked like him up in my fantasy team. That's pretty good. Carlos Rodon. Like, if they continue well, this. Well, Lance Lynn, too, has been phenomenal. Like, if they are consistent and they're not just flukes, you know, first two months, then, yeah, I'd be scared of them. Because okay. they got a good bullpen. That's fair enough. And they're going to get Eloy I mean, yeah, back they're, and they're, they're going to get Luis Robert. They're, they're no, you know, pushover team, for sure. I mean, they, they were a great team last year, too, but – um. I mean, I could say the same thing with the Yankees, though. If Ramon and Kluber keep pitching the way they do, and then we get yeah. Severino back, and even, I don't know, Max Scherzer's name gets, keeps getting floated around at the trade deadline, but we'll see what happens. I think that. the Yankees are going to get a bat. Yeah, I don't know if I see them trading for Scherzer, because I think they, they're going to get Severino, but Cashman's going to be like, that's our acquisition, like we got Severino back. Cause he, but I think the there's a chance has. that's wrong. Like, I don't I trust Montgomery. I, I, yeah. Why not? Why not just go out and get Scherzer? Like... They don't I, don't want to, I don't want to sound like, oh, go get everybody in the world, but... They don't have the farm system, I don't think, to rental. make two... It's not, it's not you're going to have to have to give up your whole farm system for the guy. I, I think you're going to have to give up something. You can even give up a, a major league player. You can give up a Clint Frazier, which I don't know if people want him. You can give up a Clint Frazier. You are right about him, beginning of the year. That's my boy, though. That's my boy. I like Clint Frazier. I'll take him on my team. Okay. Give us Jacob DeGrom. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, I don't. I I'd say, I like the White Sox. I do. Okay. But yeah, I agree with you. The Tampa Bay Rays. What do you think about the A's? I don't like. I I, I dislike. I never like the A's. I never like the A's. The A's are like a West version of the uh, the Rays a little bit. Yeah. Small no, market, I don't trust them. I, I don't. Market, blame money ball, all that stuff. I think, I think Houston is gonna win the division. Yeah. I think Houston can be a problem. I hope the Angels start picking it up because. You that want to see Sean? Nice. You see uh, Albert Pujols is a Dodger? Albert Pujols is a Dodger batting cleanup playing first tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it is it 2011? Did I not know? <laughs> wow. My, the disrespect to my boy Albert Pujols is not going to be, you know, allowed here. But, yeah. I mean, that's – they're banged up too. Everybody's banged up. Yeah. Pujols. So, they have, they have issues and he slots right in for here. I, I I was shocked when I saw it too. That's I really a, that's was. A bit much. I feel like that's like a, a dig at the Angels. Just hey, we, we picked them up and we're about to clean up. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, do you want me to read you their lineup tonight? Not really. Mookie Betts, gross. Justin Turner, Max Muncy, Albert Pujols, the best catcher in baseball, Will Smith. This guy, Newis? I, d- I don't know how to say it. Gavin Lux and something Peters and then Walker Bueller. Like, they got nobody. There was just a trade made in our fantasy baseball league, and it's kind of gross. Sure it is. So, I think that's going to... Um, wow, that's a terrible trade. I know. So, the Mets are top nine right now, playing the Atlanta Braves. They're on first chance. So, hopefully they close it out. The Yankees will need a nice comeback to beat the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. But listen, we had our little breaking news before, twice a week. So, we will be talking to you guys on Friday. Yeah. And again, I'm really Gonna excited. Have a new segment. New segments. TikTok account. TikTok. TikTok, TikTok account is going to be huge. Yes. Huge. It's going to be fun. And I think we'll know when the Knickerbockers are going to play. Yes, we will. We'll have an idea. On Friday. When we talk All the to playing games might be done. They'll be it done. It depends what happens. I think they'll be done. So. First one's tomorrow, right? Tuesday? Well, Tuesday. Today is Monday, so Tuesday. Yes. So hopefully. We know the schedule by then, and we will break down those games and obviously everything else going on. Anything you got to say? We'll see you guys on Friday. Yep. Talk to you next this week. Yep.